Today's episode of the Black Flag Podcast is brought to you by Evan Orvath of Solero Commerce. We're coming to you live from the Solero Commerce compound, as always. They've been with us since the very beginning. If you own a small business that accepts debit or credit cards, you got to check them out. Contact Evan Orvath or get in touch with one of us, and we'll get you a free second opinion on your current merchant service provider. Today's episode is also brought to you by PlanBSales.com and CircleBDieCast.com. If you're looking for any diecasts or any other NASCAR memorabilia, be sure to check them out. Use promo code BFP123 for free shipping on orders over $20. Brad Keselowski is going to be shown the black flag. It's the Black Flag Podcast. Every fucking week. Fuck, I hate my fucking job. Race analysis. Yeah, we're only girls pull hair, so. Maggie forgets that if they changed the rules and took the champion's provisional away, he wouldn't have been able to race the last two years, so. Uh... Occasional alcohol consumption. Uh, Jimmy Johnson is on pit road because I think he's the leader. And calling people on their shit. It refrains me from not beating the shit out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. This week's Black Flag Podcast is now in session. Hey, we edged him out, we beat him, so it's all good. Uh. <clears throat> all right, boys and girls, it is episode 113 of the Black Flag Podcast here. We are live from the Solero Commerce Compound. As always, I am Charlie Sanborn at C Sanborn III on all things social media. You are Brad Saucier at BSauce96. Together, we're Black Flag Pod on all things social media. That's an Instagram account. That's a Twitter account. That's Facebook. More importantly, that is on the Patreon app as well, too, where if you head on over there, look up the Black Flag Podcast and become one of our pals, you'll get uh, 20% off all merchandise and uh, getting some exclusive content from us as well, too, uh, where if you look back a little bit ago, we had uh, an episode with Mamba Smith. Was that last week, week before, something like that? Yeah, a couple weeks ago. Um, so you, you'll be able to check all that kind of stuff out. So, Epis- full episode with Noah before that, actually. Yeah, so. yeah we got all sorts of cool stuff on there. So would I you like a beer? I would love a beer. Okay. Oh, thank you so much. Now, uh, as Bradley goes and gets us a beverage, one thirteen. What I can think of is maybe <clears throat> it's one of the Mayettas. It's Mikey, Mikey Junior, Mike Senior. I think had a one thirteen at Beechridge many, many moons ago. Uh, of course, our good friend, our good pal, Bobbert Timmons. He's the 13 now, super modified. Congrats to him for winning both the heat and feature in the 350 super modified class at Star Speedway this past weekend. Um, we had a bit of a weekend. It was the first weekend where BFP was split up. Um, I, myself, was uh, a bit of a homebody on Friday. And then uh, Saturday, it was opening day at Beechridge Motor Speedway. Unfortunately, we couldn't get the Super Late model ready to go racing, but I was invited up in the announcer's booth with Andy Austin, and we had ourselves a time. Uh, good pal Rusty Poland raced that night, so we all ended up in the parking lot and had ourselves some Beechridge bevies in the parking lot. And then uh, Sunday... I ended up at Richmond Karting Speedway, which I don't think you've ever been there yet. Have you, Bradley? Never one time. Well, we ought to we ought to get you up there one time. It's a it's a good little Sunday trip when Hudson Speedway isn't running. Which also, speaking of Hudson, congrats to them. I believe they were in the final six, were they not? They were to make fifty thousand dollars from NASCAR or some shit like that. Yes. So, Correct. <laughs> so if you head on over to Facebook and you look up Hudson Speedway, he's got, uh, by he I mean Ben Bosowski and the entire track staff, they've got links all over the place for you to click on and head on over to NASCAR Home Tracks where you will be able to vote for Hudson Speedway to be eligible for a $50,000 grand prize, which they are allowed to then turn into all track improvements, where if there is any one deserving racetrack out of any of them, it is got to be Hudson Speedway, uh, Ben Bosowski has put his heart and soul into that fucking place. Uh, he's done a lot to help all of us local races around here. I can speak for myself, Bobby Timmons, Rusty Poland. Uh, that that boy just loves racing. And he's done, just from the first time that we've ever gone to Hudson to the most recent time, 
the changes have been great. Uh, he's put grandstands in from Loudon. He's got grandstands from all over the place. He's just constantly working on the place. So uh, this entire summer, they race on Sundays. Head on over there, bring the friends, family, uh, bring your dog. I don't give a shit. Bring your bring your babies, whatever, and we'll, uh, we'll have ourselves a time in New Hampshire. This Sunday, May 9th, opening day, yeah. I believe. Bring your bring your mother. It's Mother's Day. Yeah, let's fucking or leave do her, it. Or leave her at home. That's fine. Uh, also, May 9th, I believe, is the day for the voting. I think it's only a 24-hour period. Might be mon- Sunday and Monday, but either way, pretty sure Sunday is part of it. So Basically, if you don't vote for Hudson, fuck you. That's what we're saying, right? Y- yeah. That's what I That's yeah. what I think we're saying. So, um, yeah, I'd, uh, I, I didn't have a – I mean, I, I, we always have a party at the racetrack. We, we had a whole gaggle of campfires and people at Beach Ridge. But you, Bradley, went on a solo tour to NASCARs. Yeah. Yeah. Where did you go? Where did you end up? I I had a little bit of FOMO, uh, but it was also nice to do to to do laundry yesterday for the first time in like six weeks. Um, so got caught up on that stuff. Uh, so what what did I miss? Yeah, uh, I jumped in the car. I uh, left work a little early, about two o'clock. Jetted down to Stafford Motorplex Park uh, on Friday night, <laughs> and uh, great logger by the way. Double hooked Stafford Speedway logger. Yeah. They we're make en- a fine product. We're enjoying one of these courtesy of the Rainvilles. Oh, they, they um, got us a case of, of the fucking things. Speaking of, met them in the parking lot, had a couple frosty brews. Uh, uh, our local resident Connecticut correspondent and my daddy and your daddy <laughs> yes. um, uh, met us there, and, and we had a couple more and um, missed all the heats. So um, <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> we were in the parking lot <laughs> getting boozed up. Connecticut to miss half the races. <laughs> yeah. I respect that. I To be completely honest with you, I'm pretty sure we only watch the tour race. That's very actually. Yes, I know. I Usually, was, you get clammy, you break out in hives. I actually told them. I, the I, I told them I was like <laughs> the first time I came here. I, I I almost flipped someone else's car over because someone needed to, to take a bathroom break, and I was getting awfully cunty because we were seven minutes away and we we're gonna miss the first heat. Yeah, um, and so yeah, no, we missed. I, we watched the SK race. We missed the whole SK light race. We missed whatever else was racing. We were there for the tour race. Um, but yeah, we, any, I mean, friends of the, any friends of the program in the races? Yeah. I mean, there was, All of them? There, there was, a, yeah. I mean, every, everyone's a friend of the program. That's true. In, in my, in my eyes, you know, we have kind of blown up a little bit. Yeah. Well, not really. I mean, <laughs> we're getting fat, but that's what, fine. Was Jeff B- boys bougie? He very well could have been booze, booze, Jolly Rancher or whatever his name is. He, very well Maybe could have been three for Dale. That was at that point we were standing uh, in front of the beer beer tent there ah. and uh, devouring some some Stafford loggers, double hooked loggers. Yeah. So then we eventually made our way to the grandstands where we ended up watching um, a couple a couple of the couple races that were going on. And uh, yeah, I mean, great great night. I mean, uh, shout out to Matt Swanson won the pole. Um, we, we have a girl. We have a race pool going. I picked Doug Kobe. Um, lost out on that, and you know I. I think I had Eric Goodale to start outside pole. Also lost out on that. It's fine. That's fine. But good to see a front of the program have some speed. Led the majority of the race, and then something broke, lost brakes, and stuffed it head on into the wall in oh. turn one. So Matthew. Yeah, Yarka braked it. If you that's will. not what you want. Just didn't have them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's either the wall or a car, I guess. So yeah. Yeah. That's well, a, Just, it's I a think beer he, drinking. I night. think he hit right after the safer barrier, so at least he was looking out for that. You know. Yeah. At least those are there. Right. Yeah, it's for him to miss it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Completely. Yeah, that no, was, was tough because I mean I I was pretty drunk, but I think he led like a good solid all of good it for Matthew for yeah we like a Matthew Swanson. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, so w- I, one thing I've noticed is in, through the the comments of our uh, 
our, our folks that dabble in the Black Flag podcast is uh, as much as they love our shenanigans and the, the stupid nonsense bullshit that we do and we get drunk and we shoot bottle rockets off in crowds and things like that. Some of them want to hear about the races. Too. Look for the photo evidence to come out here shortly. <laughs> da- Daniel Eugene does a phenomenal job. Yeah. He, he is top notch at what he does uh, by by capturing the moments in between what you think the picture should be of. Oh yeah. He he. I don't know how he does it, but he just knows when something cool is about to happen. But it's. I mean, you go to a racetrack. There's a million people with vel- yellow vests on probably taken five of the same picture you get the same picture of the car coming off the corner blah 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 whatever it's what you do with the picture afterwards or the moments that you can capture from either the crowd or the driver or the the party scene afterwards and that's where daniel is so fucking good at what he does and we we have a little bit of a taste of uh the spring sizzler pictures from when we caused a fucking scene at the green bus yeah and i'm just telling you right now the the boy deserves to get paid for what he does. There's one where I look like the Statue of Liberty, and the caption on it should be, "When you nut and keep she keeps sucking," because <laughs> it the, my face. <laughs> Charlie's seen the picture, have, yeah. and when you all see the picture, you'll understand which oh, one I'm talking about. That doesn't get several hundred <laughs> likes. I'm gonna be pissed. Yeah, that uh, it's unbelievable. I honestly like was when we were talking about this last week. I'm like, oh, I don't. I I know I was part of the Roman candle shooting. I remember shooting like. At least half of one Roman candle oh, off. I got no, I think I had right to the. I think I had two, the, the two full ones that I shot, and luckily there's evidence to prove it because I don't remember those whatsoever. I don't remember. Sh- I don't remember him being around me shooting them yeah. off, but apparently he was there and he got you know some documentation. So if there is a prime example of why you pay for your pictures, he is it. You get you get the moment that you're gonna look back on. 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 years from now and be like, holy fuck, what a good time that was. There is there's something about Stafford, the the whole facility, the races, the people there. They make their own fucking beer for Christ's sake. Yeah, they are kind of people. Like, our, our kind of people. What yeah, is there to sure. argue about? But it, there's something about going there and having Daniel there to capture all these moments that makes me want to get all of my friends from up here that have never been to Stafford down so that maybe we'll get a picture taken that is just in the moment and, you know, maybe I'm not going to remember the night the next morning when I wake up, but I'm going to have that photo for years and years to be like, that was a fucking night. And I'll tell you what, he, t- he showed us a bunch of his pictures when we were there last weekend, and he had them printed out on, like, canvas or oh. whatever, and they looked unbelievable. And honestly, I'm just... We're, we're going to set that there. boy up with, like, his own little gallery at the racetrack. I've been, I've been sitting here trying to figure out which ones, because they were, like, I don't know what size they were, like, 11 by 14 or yeah. something, something like that. He's like, I could probably do these for, like, 25 bucks. And immediately in my head, I'm like... Like, okay, so I'm, let's give myself a $200 budget. I can go back through, find, find We can make pictures, ourselves an incredible gallery. Find eight pictures of myself in doing something stupid, and I'll tell you what, we're starting with the golf cart picture. Oh. Because Marcus is in the back howling at the fucking moon, it looks like, and it is unbelievable. Well, I don't know if you read that little group chat, but when he said that our pack, my package had arrived, yeah, it might be in there. Oh, man. It might be in there. Uh, no, that he, these photographers, and we had this conversation at Sean Foster, or Daddy's house, Scene Foster, short track racer himself. We were at his house recording last week's show, and he brought up something that we haven't really talked on all that much. And these photographers, whether it be Daniel Eugene, uh, Jamie Williams, Tom Morris, John Miller, you know, any of these people that show up at the racetrack with a camera, they are doing this entire community, the entire racing family a huge service 
it is a huge service and they are probably the most underappreciated people at the entire racetrack because when you go and you you, you screenshot it and you, you post it and you, you leave the watermark all over it one you're doing a disservice to what not only what they do because now you've you know you've minimized the picture you fucked it all up you, it the the it just doesn't look right but then if just pay for your pictures i never understood that just the guy is there for free to just give you something that you will have forever and i don't understand why people don't pay for their pictures i don't understand why they don't do this that the other thing mm. um i mean we've all done it i'm guilty of it i i'm sure i have some on my social medias that were screenshotted with a um you know with a watermark or whatever on it but like i've grown up to realize that these people are doing a such a big service daniel eugene specifically because he captures those moments that you want to see forever at the very least if you're at the racetrack and you're going to use his pictures patreon yeah that's what i did i I was like oh i want to use this picture and i'm like i feel like he has a patreon so i reached out to him i said hey do you have a patreon and yeah, he does it's daniel eugene put five bucks a month ten bucks a month do whatever it's just you're gonna be at the racetrack you're gonna get these pictures taken you're gonna want to use them use them give him money yeah it's pretty simple i don't get it or just when yeah. he, when he gets them printed out you, you just buy the picture you, you don't get to go to dunkin donuts and be like hey give me a donut excuse me no, that's not how that works. You you go to Daniel Jean. Hey, I'd like that picture. All right, it's you know depends if you have an app. And five, you've 10, been 20, there. 20, whatever. You know what I mean. Frequently, you know what I mean. Yes. You can't just walk into Walmart maybe, and be like, "This maybe, is mine now." Maybe it's your birthday. Well, it depends on what Walmart. <laughs> I'm into the apping Walmart. It's pretty <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> but uh, no, just pay for your pictures. Uh, look up Daniel Jean. He does incredible work. Uh, moving on though, at Stafford, was the racing any good? Do you remember any of it? Because you left there and then you went to what Manadnock. Yeah, I, d- I do remember. I've never monagnocked in my life. Well, you didn't say it right the second time, so I've monagnocked. For what I can remember, the racing was pretty good. That I mean, I we drank. Describe this. I've never been. No, no, I'm talking about Stafford still. Oh, oh. oh. Uh, we we did quite the alcohols, but uh, the Copsick and Refrano put on a hell of a battle in the SK race. Spirited battle for quite a while. Yeah. Copsick ended up winning, and then in the tour race, I mean, Matt led. I, I want to say like 60, 70, 80, 100, 90, whatever laps. Like, laps yep. Yeah, it's like a lot of laps. Um, and then, you know, Priest was up there. Silk was leading at the time. Um, Priest over into the corner, got into Silk. It was raining. You know, the urgency was up. Yep. Let's just say that. It was raining like hard, too. <laughs> like, we, we felt like a raindrop where like the rain's coming. And we're like, no. Uh, someone like said that, and I like, turned around. I'm like, no, it's not. And I like looked up at the light behind me, and it was like pouring. I'm like, oh shit, okay. Yeah. Usually, right, and the there's still signs when you look at the lights. They're like, still oh, going fuck. green, and uh, and then all of a sudden, you know, you, you have a couple, two, three cautions, and you're like, fuck, it's gonna start monsooning here shortly. They went back green, I think, after one of the yellows, and that's when Priest got into Silk. Very, very clearly coming to what is going to be... They're going to have to throw the yellow because it's going it's raining. Um, and so that kind of ruined both their chances. I think Botsinger was involved, um, and Patrick Emmerling inherited the lead, I believe, while it was raining, and they never <laughs> went back green. Um, good for him. Did he lead any laps? Good for him. Well, yeah, the one that counted. The one? Just the, the one? I probably, the yellow game out? <laughs> honestly, I do not know. I, I know that he didn't lead more than 126 or however many they went. So, uh, but he ended up leading the one that mattered. So good for him. Uh, Manadnock. Yes. So I've been there one time. Describe two, this place. Two, three years ago. Never so, have I ever. So Manadnock. first off, um, maybe I'm just not a regular, but um, if you don't particularly know where the turn is for this place, you 
are going to break check the ever living shit out of yourself. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> did it twice. Uh, and the second time I probably should have been way more aware. Um, we had, I had a group of four people in the car and they were all like, it's right up here on the right. And I'm like, I don't think so because I don't even see like, I see trees, I see trees and more trees. And then there was just like, Oh, there's a sign. Oh, lock it up. <laughs> Everyone fucking grabs the oh shit handle. You'll have that. Uh, but you come down this hill, you're into this big ass parking lot. And one thing that I will never understand, which maybe, I mean, it was a big event. Having 34 parking attendants, that's never economically made sense to me in my mind. Um, Lee does the same thing. People, yeah, people tend to understand how to park. That being said, I, I've, I would have expected significantly less people to be there than there were. This place was fucking packed. So, so that, that's one thing I'll say about all three events that I went to this weekend. Stafford, Monadnock, Thunder Road. The crowds, huge. <laughs> Dude, you should have seen Beatrice. Huge. Like... Yeah. Math like packed. Yeah. Like just things you'll love to see. Yeah. Like like nature is healing. That's <laughs> <laughs> literally all I could say about it. But no, so I so like like I said, I've been in Monadnock two, three years ago for I went for a Granite State race and nothing you know, I I'm like Will Smith when he pulls up to Bel Air, like when I go to a racetrack I've never been to before. When I went to Monadnock, I'm like, Oh, this place is it's alright. Very yeah. different, very kinda run down. And I walked into the place. The first off, I walk in, and I'm this not is even the first time you this, ever went. No, this is the today, like this oh, weekend. Okay, I yeah. walk in, and I'm going through the front gate. Ben Vasowski picks me up in his golf cart. Goes, "What the fuck are you doing here?" Fucking, I got lost. You know, why aren't you at Beechridge? Well, fucking, didn't want to go to Beechridge. It's on. This is on the way to Thunder Road, so yeah. it makes it a hell of a lot easier to decide. And so I, he drives me over to I, who I assume is the owner or the general manager or something, and he's telling us he says he wants to have us there to do a live show interview drivers and shit just get we need to get there for one of the big events so that needs to be something that we're going to look into um, we do that. i think that they have a pass act race like the fourth of july weekend so if we don't somehow end up at slinger which seems like it's a, it's significantly closer to go to monadnock um hey all in but um no so so we go over there shooting the shit and then i go up to the tower grab the microphone because they want me to go interview priests and, and keep this in mind charlie does interviews i'm the color commentator <laughs> charlie is play by play i just come in here with with a one-liner maybe here or there and then he, charlie goes back to, to talking so on the way down i'm still about an hour and 15 out and brandon paul texts one of us or texts both of us he goes hey you know what are you guys doing today and you know either you're coming to monadnock i'm like yeah i'll be at monadnock later knowing full well i'll be there in an hour it's just i was get, i was meeting three other people there to go out to, to uh launch we we're gonna go to applebee's and watch dg12 arca race on the television while we got some grub had a whole plan so i'm like yeah i'll be there later and in my mind i meant like i'll be there at like four well he's like i want one of you guys i want you, i want brad to go interview priest and, it, and then immediately I'm like, ah, fuck. So, <laughs> like, got to stop and get beer because I'm not doing this interview sober. Uh, get to the parking lot, crush a couple brews. Some track trellis. That's when I go in and, and meet up with every, all the track owners and, and uh, stuff like that. Go up and grab the microphone. I go up into the stands because I'm waiting for another one of the pieces to the microphone because, again, there's like 74 pieces. Charlie knows what I'm talking about. No one yeah, else does. But the microphone is – the fact that it plugs into an iPhone is unbelievable. But It's, it's, it's a just, dongle that goes into a dildo that goes into a mic that goes into a phone that goes into a, a thing, and then you talk, and then sometimes it works. Yeah. <laughs> that's literally what it is. It also didn't work this weekend. <laughs> oh, perfect. That's fine. Uh, so, But I go up into the stands, and I turn around, and I'm like, holy fuck, this place looks – way different than first off i'm pretty sure there was wooden stands the last time i was there not even you would have had no idea because it, it and i think that they just got stands from loudon i could be wrong uh -huh. um someone said that while i was there put them all up in, in three and four 
this play is unbelievable. Like the the Hudson, the Hudson transformation, I never got to see because I was not there before. Like the wall went up and everything. Manadnock, holy fuck! I mean, like, I'm, it's just from the videos, it looked like the like the it, lines were painted. Yeah, like the grass was mowed. Like simple shit. Literally, like, that looks like a nice place. Literally, yeah. You, you, <laughs> that's how that's how dumb that's how dumb you and I are. Yeah. Is we, we could go into a racetrack that we were at literally three weeks ago, and the lines are painted. And we're like, ooh, <laughs> I like the renovations they've been doing around here. No, but this place, fuck it. The, the new grandstands, even put all the flags down the back of the grandstands. Looks like you're at a fucking sporting event. It's unbelievable. Well, yeah, the, the, the one the, the, the stands in three and four are like they're they're high up there. So immediately I walk over and I'm like, that is where I'm going to sit. This will be a for sure. Let me not know. Yeah. So I go over, I interview Priest. And so I literally walked in, went straight to the six car, had the microphone in front of my hand like a fucking doofus. And he just looks at me and he goes, oh, God. And I'm like, <laughs> like yeah. And he's like, so what do you guys work for Speed 51 now? And I was like, yeah, basically. And he's like, all right. And so I had Evan Marsh on recording. Our cameraman from Hickory did a terrific job back then. That was a hell of a job. Fucked the audio up in the Derek Griffith interview, which was terrific. And he fucked the audio up. And it was not even his fault. It was probably me, actually, just <laughs> fucking throwing the cord back at him. But so at night, I started the interview, and I, I brought up Stafford the night before. Well, I completely forgot that Ron Silk's the 16 car who was parked under two feet to my right. And so I brought that up, and, and Ryan just turns and looks and goes, well, I'm going to try not to get into him tonight. And I'm like, oh, fuck, that's awkward. And I look over, and Silk's just like looking over his whole crew. I'm that's like, how oh, that always works, though. You get into something stupid, and you always are right next to each other. Yeah. Right? Well, it, it never fails. And I didn't. I, I should have had more awareness, but I'm a pretty unaware person. So I'm like, ah, that just derailed the whole fucking thing. So I don't really remember how the interview went. Audio was all fucked. Brandon told me about that, and I'm like, ah, oh, what a real shame that would be if that just you know hit the fucking floor, cutting room floors, so never was seen it. ever again. <laughs> And apparently they posted it because yeah, they I because I got a message from Jake Rogers about two and a half hours after I was told the audio was all <laughs> fucked up, and he said, "Sick interview with Priest, you fucking idiot, mixing a water." <laughs> I'm like, buddy, I had two beers. I just just fucking uh, derailed because I didn't realize that the guy that he junked last night we was fucked right next up. to him. I, I love Jake Rogers. Oh yeah, you can he, stay. He's fantastic. He can stay. Uh, fuck. Speaking of Jake Rogers, I was going to the shop today after work, right? Fucking. So where I work currently now is it's in Gorham, Maine, which it's about 10, 11 minutes from the house, which is then only like 20 minutes to the race shop. It's actually not that bad. So I went to the race shop today and I'm going down fucking uh, some road in Gorham. Some lady took her blue Toyota fucking whatever and just absolutely fucking smoked a tree. (laughs) (laughs) It's just... Just could not have hit it any more fucking with the right front tire. Probably fucking jumped right in front of her. It was right. It had to have happened literally like six minutes before I got there. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so, so this lady smokes it. She's and still she, taking bark out of her fucking teeth. She, every airbag went off. <laughs> literally, there's pillowcases everywhere. And she's sitting like perpendicular to the road. And the, the car in front of me stops backs up sees i'm there st- stops again goes forward and then puts the hazards on guy gets out it's riley armstrong oh coach good. of the main <laughs> mariners right in front of me 
I've been out to dinner with him once. You know, we've talked. We've chatted. Very good friends with Jake, who is the equipment manager for the Maine Mariners. His wife is now out stopping traffic, doing all sorts of shit, making sure nobody's dead. And then somebody in their fucking hero costume, their their volunteer firefighter outfit, came out of their car from the other direction and started helping. I figured out nobody was dead, and then they kept right on trucking. And as Riley's turning around to get in his car, he sees it's me. He's like, how we doing? And I get a salute, and then we just carry on our way. No, yeah. no shit. It was an eventful no. evening. Fucking ladies' heads hanging off. You guys are talking about trade prospects <laughs> <I> w- <laughs> and shit. Fucking three busy. years ago. I was busy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so Monadnock doesn't suck. No, Monadnock did not suck. Uh, yeah, I mean, very small little racetrack. Tight getting off the corners. You, I would have thought they would have junked everything. They didn't really. No? They were they're, they're fairly well behaved. Yeah, and... and what was racing? Modifords and what? Oh, they had Modifords they had like and Modifords and cars. Is that what I saw? No, that was that was the next day. Was I, I wasn't there day? for that, but yeah, Tri Track was there, obviously. Um, poor Ron Silk, Sam Ramo kind of moved him quite a bit to end up winning the race. Did he? Did he do a, a bad person thing? No, no, no. Any very very professional interview after the race really? too. After getting second, and should have probably won back to back night Stafford and Manadnock, but no, got out and was very, very you know. And I think, I, I don't know. I feel like Sam, what happened? What happened? He just drove it in into three and just moved them up the racetrack and went on his way and won the race. I mean, it was pretty. It was. I think anyone would have done it. Yeah, I think that's what Sam said after he won the race. I was like, oh, oh. I'd I'd have to see it. Uh, I, I've I. It was kind of off in the background uh, while Beechridge uh, party things were happening in the in the in the parking lot there. But um, somebody said Sammy Ramo had won, and I said one or it's under yellow because I I just that's not usually a sentence that is said. Um, but apparently he did win, and he also uh, uh, same sentence was said last year. He actually, pre- he precursed our uh, our bullring interview that we had today. Did he? Which I don't know. Could you see them? No, I couldn't see a thing. Oh, I could yeah, only no, see no, no. you. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know if that was just a me thing or no. not. But. And then, how about the guy telling me I had to put my phone sideways while yeah. we we're in the waiting room? And then we get on the bull ring, and they're like, "We got to get your friend to know how to use Zoom. He's sideways." And I was yeah. like, "Excuse me? I'm literally shaking. I'm holding my phone like this because it sits up perfectly the other way, but not this way." And so I was, yeah, I was. So I, I don't. I don't know if anybody saw it, but the last couple of weeks we have been on the, the bull ring by from that Speed Fifty One puts on us their podcast that they put up and then they also have a video series that goes along with it well we have called in twice now and today was the second time and it's a zoom call so the first time we could see them yeah i I could see them and it's it's a lot easier to interact with people when you can see their facial expressions and things like that well if you go back and watch the video from today i think we nailed it i really do you would never know that i couldn't see a fucking thing that they were doing i could only hear them yeah, very recently I've decided that I'm not going to go back and rewatch anything that I am part of, <laughs> uh, starting with Ryan Priest's interview at Manadnock <laughs> and going on to today. I think we did a good job. We could have. We did. very well could have. I don't know. I'm li- I was literally at work. I, well, we were told, again, like first thing this morning, hey, do you guys want to be on again? We said, yeah, we'll make it happen. She said, 520 is our slot. Whatever, not a problem. Well, the first time they just sent us a link and said, go into the link, the Zoom link. Right ten minutes time. early? Yeah, ten minutes early, not a problem. Makes well, it a lot easier. So 5.20 rolls around. Still no link. It's about 5.30. Bradley sends me a message. Said, Did you get this? I said, what the fuck is this? And then all of a sudden I get another one, the same link. And then there's no passcode to get in. So I was like, oh, good. So then we literally go into a room and they fire us off into the show almost 
like within moments after Sammy Ramos done with his uh, rattle off all his had just enough stuff. time to tell me to put my phone sideways in order for me to get made fun of in the next room. <laughs> It's fine. No, I think it's fine. <laughs> I, I was literally taking fine. My, I was taking my VIP shirt off, putting on a green hoodie, like in my truck. It was a whole thing. Backtracking real quick. Did you happen to see Chase Dowling's uh, choice words for Ronnie Williams? I did. Friday not, night oh, I, I did. Yeah. I did. It was actually pretty good. I actually had a baby in my hands when that was happening. You had a baby this weekend? Somebody let me. Well, I didn't have a baby. I held, oh, my God. I held Yippa's baby. I say, do you name it Chase or Ronnie? Y- neither. Oh. It's, it's Haley. Haley Ann, good kid. Didn't cry. Cried once, made it stop crying. Good for me, right? Never even shit did you, on me. Did you throw it or something? Nope. No, I didn't even have to Gronk spike it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, they let me hold the baby. Yes, yeah, Stafford's really hyping that up. Big rivalry coming, apparently. What, says Haley the, has no. a rivalry? <laughs> no. It's a baby. No, no I was trying to get back to the racing content. Oh, oh, oh. No, between Chase and Ronnie. Did, yeah, they don't did like you each see, other. Did you see the, the event? Poor <laughs> Andrew Moeller. Yeah, Second week in a row, tried to junked. kill himself again. Right off junked. the two. Well, he didn't try to. He, well, he he had assistance. He that's that's he, why that's why Chase said what he did about yeah, Ronnie because Ronnie did the he hit pretty fucking he hit the hard thing and again yeah yeah no it, uh, him not, in turn two not having a good time he did get his hat this week so we might have been the cause of this week's wreck but last wow. week it was definitely the kid that got loose on the bottom and stuffed him in the fence and then blamed it on him. I do be like that. No, uh, uh, Chase uh-huh. Dowling uh, didn't have very nice things to say about Ronnie Williams from. Uh, what I what I saw and what I heard on the, while it while it was going on, apparently Ronnie Williams doesn't even know what a half inch wrench is. Um, I'll show you a half do, inch wrench. Doesn't I'll show you a quarter inch. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, and uh, apparently, yeah, Ronnie Williams doesn't know what a qu- half inch wrench is. Doesn't work on his car. His dad's rich, which, to be fair, most of their dads are. They race modifieds, but um, I, I I don't know either of them really all that well. Do we? No, I don't think no. no. I like the look of Chase Dowling's car, and I have a sweet Ronnie Williams shirt. Huh. That's as much as I know of both of them. Well, good for us. Good for them. Well, not really the, the not really the car that he was driving this past week, but the nine car can stay. Right. And you got a Ronnie Williams shirt in Daytona, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. New Smyrna, same thing. Mm-hmm. Apparently, you have like one of one of 30 that were made. Did we hear that correctly last week? Apparently. Thompson? Yeah, yeah. Or two weeks ago? Limited edition. Probably shouldn't put it through the dryer. <clears throat> no. I don't put any of my shirts through the dryer. I'm aware. Yeah. <laughs> Does it bother you? It gets me a little clammy, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, but uh, back to back back to Manadnock. Uh, just I don't know. Good good racing. Good good racing all around. There was I, I don't was it remember a real racy joint. It was a real Foster, racy joint. Say. I don't remember. My, we pounded some alcohols pretty aggressively. Was there a gaggle at Manadnock? Ga- there was there was a bit of a gaggle. Uh, Zach Dambra, Diambra was there. Dambra, Dambra. Uh, Ryan Borges and Cassidy, they were both there. We were, we were just having a... You had a small gaggle. We were, we were having a small gaggle. We a took smaggle, the, if you will. Well, yeah, smaggle. <laughs> we, so we were having a smaggle up in the BFP bleachers in the just middle of three and four, sm- as high as you could possibly go. Could you see everything? Oh, absolutely. You could see everything and more. Good seats? You could almost see to fucking Hudson. Wow. Yeah, you could almost watch the practice wow. over there or whatever was going on. Shouldn't have, shouldn't Ben have been there if there was... Oh, fuck, I forgot. So they definitely didn't have anything going on. <laughs> you, probably, you could almost see Claremont. Is that near it? I don't, I don't know. Think I, it is. Claremont's not close to anything. Yeah, have you ever Remember seen the where Manadnock is? Remember that we had to go through to go to Claremont? Have you ever seen where Manadnock is? No. Uh, one know. last thing I need to say from, from Manadnock about the yes. racing specifically. Luckus won. Good for Luckus. Yeah. I did see that. Yes. In his, in his weird uh, little street stock with a truck body on oh it. Oh, my God. What a drive back to Nebraska. Just sipping right out of the trophy, probably. Yeah. Good trophies? Did we see the trophies? Slipping Kool-Aid or Capri Sun. He's definitely not 21. No. Doesn't, I, he's is, probably, he? is he 18? No. <laughs> is he? I don't think so. He's for sure been in a casino with us. I don't know if we're supposed to say that. We'll cut that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but 
I didn't say he gambled Did you or anything. The, uh, you didn't see the finish. Uh, the finish, unbelievable. He got he got moved out of the. He was he led every single lap. By the way, good for him. Yeah, yeah. The just, one Nebraska just, just dick stomped him. Yeah, it's nice to see someone come all the way from Nebraska and really you know earn earn. I can't, I can't imagine it's a close the, drive. No, I don't. I don't even know where Nebraska is. To be completely honest with you, it's the middle. More more west. Is it like above like Arkansas? It's one of the squares, I think. Is it above Arkansas? No, yeah. I don't think it's a square. No, it's a square with like a dick on the left. I think. Um, Pretty sure. Nebraska. It looks like a Tetris block almost. If it was a part of the square, wouldn't it be part of the four corners? No, it's it's like above that. I, do, I think uh, it's mm. like it's like a square, but like with another square on it. It's like two squares. We're gonna look right, it up. We're gonna look up the shape <laughs> of Nebraska. I'm telling you, it looks like a Tetris shape. <laughs> do you know what Italy looks like? The fucking boot. Oh, you're right. Well, that sucks. What was that? <clears throat> what was that? What was that last thing you said? Omaha. Oh, <laughs> Green 18. Uh yeah. So Lucas okay. led every single lap. Good for Lucas. And uh, coming into turn three on the last lap, got moved <laughs> off the bottom, got a little sideways. Why was he in the way? He wasn't. They oh. just the truck behind him just drove it until he saw Moses. Oh, machine. He Christ. very well could have. I don't. <laughs> I, I mean, he could have been in the way. The other truck could have drove it in deep. Who was the other truck? Who knows? I don't know. Do we know a number? Do we know a look? No. Do we know a color? We really don't. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't. I, was, I wasn't seeing colors that night. To be <laughs> honest with you, <laughs> yeah, do be like that sometimes. I had my color uh, senses turned right off. But no, someone someone got into the back of him. Got him a little sideways. Um, two trucks went to his outside. He then. Three wide, three wide inside. Damn, damn near, he was three wide inside. Damn near overcorrected. Did kind of went across their nose, stuffed it head onto the fence. Still went, won the race. So he wrecked and won. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, what a story. Mm. Hmm. All the way to victory lane. Yeah, <laughs> straight to victory lane. Uh, ah, yeah. he won there, I believe, last year as well. So that's kind of his stomping ground. Good for Luckus, I guess. We Maybe. like a, we like a Luckus Leon. Him and Sam Ramo. Yep, they own that place. I guess, even though apparently Priest has the world's fastest time there ever in a tour mod. I was told that in the interview. Um, yeah, so we weren't at Star. Nope. Uh, we got to give a shout out to Luke Cremont, big friend of the program. Biggest. Won his street stock race. First ever mm. win ever in anything, even one time. Yeah. So good for Luke. Well, maybe he won like a NASCAR heat race before. Oh, no. Nope. Not like Literally a... Literally nothing. Oh. How do you know if he was ever good on like NASCAR Inside Line or something? I mean, maybe uh, NASCAR two thousand five, I guess. Yeah, or like the Daytona fucking things at like an arcade. Uh, no, no one really ever wins those. That's oh wait, I I won. That's not true at all. Well, no, yeah, that's definitely <laughs> not true. I think cruising Daytona or whatever. Who it is. was I playing against? Where I got wrecked off the start and then I came back and passed everyone and ended up winning. It was I think you were definitely part of it. I have no. We idea had a group of like four of us. About. You're talking about like the arcade, yeah, like yeah, 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 ones that are from like 1995. Yeah, <laughs> no idea. Mm, okay. Could not tell you. Well, yeah, he definitely probably won one of those before because those are definitely rigged. I don't know why I said that you can't win on those because the last time I actually played one, I got like well, you start, absolutely junked. You off start, the start like 69th, and you yep. have to like pass the entire <laughs> field. <laughs> nice. nice, but you have to pass like the entire field to get all the way up. The it, 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 like you, you, every time you cross the line, it like gives you more time, and then you like get more laps and shit like that. But if you suck, you like run out of time. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say he's probably won one of those before. But yeah, he won it. Good star. Good, star. good for Luke. Good for him. Good for Bobbert. Yeah, good for Bobbert. Bobbert. Great for Bobbert. Bobbert did a Flappy Bird win. Yeah. What a what a night for friends of the program at Star. Oh, incredible. I don't know night. who won everything else, but they probably have probably don't like us. Yeah, That's fine. Whatever. They Fuck can em. still be our friends. Yeah. Fuck them. 
That was rude because we don't know who won. So you're just saying fuck everyone. That- nah, just if they don't like us, fuck them. That's true. Um, <laughs> so what happened at Beatridge? What did I miss? Beatridge, all sorts of things happened. So we showed up. Um, it was weird for me. It was the first time I was there without my dad or knowing that my dad wasn't going to show up at some point. So I'm just kind of wandering around aimlessly. And then on top of that, I, I didn't have a race car for the first time in like forever at an opening day at Beatridge. And <clears throat> I'm just kind of floating around aimlessly. And, you know, I, I go, I, I see Russell, I see Chris Smith and all them. And, you know, later in the day or before, before I had showed up, Andy Austin had asked me to come up in the booth. If I was going to, if I wasn't going to race, just come up in the booth and I'll help him out there. I was like, that sounds like it probably wouldn't suck at all. I've done it a handful of times, like during Thursday Thunder and things like that. And, uh, we saw all sorts of stuff. Uh, the, the, the parking lot was literally packed. There was a fuckload of cars there. Uh, per the state of Maine, 75% capacity is all that we are legally allowed to have, I guess. And I promise you it was the same 75% that White Mountains 50 was when we went for the NASCAR Tour Mod race. That place was packed. Uh, it was good to see. Haven't seen that in quite some time, even before COVID and all this horseshit was going on. Uh, there was over 90 cars in the pit area uh, between all the Thursday stuff and all the Saturday stuff. Um, saw some real good stuff. Friend of the program, Josh Hodgson, won the Mad Bomber Junior Varsity race. Uh, literally just laid his cock out and fucking and won in their nice uh, new paint job and his new <laughs> yellow Jags fire suit. Um, Bubba Pelton won the Sport Series race. Uh, literally won by half a track. He he just dick stomped all those guys too. Uh, coming off of the the entire family having COVID, I guess. Uh, all having to quarantine. Stephanie didn't get to see the baby for two weeks. Uh, so they all got to kind of get a nice boost in the arm from that. Uh, not not a vaccine, I guess, but just a, a little just boost in the arm. Um, and then the uh, the Pro Series race was a fuck of a race. There was 18 cars that showed up for that just for a weekly open show. Uh, 75 laps was on the docket. And Corey Bubar and fucking Joey Duiron just put on an absolute show. Uh, you know, Corey... I don't know that Corey was the fastest uh, at the very beginning. Joey Dwyer was on his ass the whole time, and it was really good to see. It was really good to see two drivers doing everything that they are just supposed to do in those exact circumstances, two true professionals. Um, Corey Bobar was up in the second groove, and Joey was on his you know left rear quarter panel trying to twitch him out of the way but not dump him, and Corey just held his line, um, made Joey use his stuff up a little bit. Uh Travis Buzzle was right up in the mix too, and uh, Rusty didn't have a great day, but he finished seventh, I think, something like that. But uh, Corey Bubar ends up winning the race, and it was his twenty fifth, twenty fifth career win at Beechridge Motor Speedway. So good for Corey. Um, the whole program it was done by six twenty, which was weird because there was like ten fucking races and. Everything went off without a hitch, and it was just good to be back home. You know, it was good to be at Beechridge. It was good to be, you know, I, I, I know I sound like a homer every time I talk about that place, but I, I absolutely love Beechridge Motor Speedway. It's my home. It always will be, uh, just like any other racetrack is to anybody else. Uh, that's that's where I love to be at. That's the that's where I get the biggest, uh, you know, racing vibe or whatever. I don't know what the word is, but that's just where I like to be at. And uh, being in the booth with Andy was cool. Uh, they did a incredible tribute for the entire Cusack family for both of uh Andy and uh Glenn's parents that have both just passed away very recently um so that was cool and then they they fucked me all up by doing one for my dad too which I wasn't really expecting so uh I got a little choked up there but uh no it was cool to just be on the stand there and uh Andy would always kind of ask me for my opinion and then we both just kind of called the race and 
it seemed to be uh, a relatively big hit and everybody seemed to like it. So uh, I guess if I'm if I'm not racing, I'm always welcome back up there. And we're doing shameless shameless plugs for Black Flag Podcast. Absolutely shameless. Self self me you all of it. Uh, didn't care. So uh, never was, never heard of them. <laughs> Uh, it was just a good time. So uh, what was cooler was just being out in the parking lot like we always like to do, just having a, a racing party. Uh, we had two fires going. Dan Collins had his new little camper out there. Uh, we had the Monadnock race going on in the background, you know, just blaring music, drinking beers with friends. Bobby actually had just won at Star Speedway, loaded up, came to Beechridge just to hang out in the parking lot. So uh, just shows you how much we all love it. Shows us, uh, shows everybody how much you know. Everybody's just a true racer in our little weird family that we have here. And uh, um, no, it was just a good time. And then after after Beechridge happened Sunday, I woke up and uh, you know my good buddy Matt King. He's helped me out for years now. His lady friend Ashley DeBlois has a young son. His name's Jacoby Thacker. He's been racing go karts for a little while now at Richmond Karting Speedway, and he just recently moved up to the Mini Cup Series. So I was like, "Yeah, I'll go. I'll go see what Jacoby's up to." So uh, I drove up to Richmond while you were at uh, Thunder Road because I didn't get home till very late, and I didn't trust the old 2500 to make it to Thunder Road. So I just drove up to Richmond, and it was good to be back at the old stomping grounds. You know, Bobby, myself, uh, all sorts of us that you see on Saturday nights now, or on touring series, or things like that. Uh, that's where we all used to race was at Richmond after after racing at other places and you know that was kind of the tail end of my go-kart career but we were at uh, Richmond and I walk in the first person I see is Rick Ray uh, Rick's there with Kate and you know they go try to go up there once or twice a year so we all just hung out had a good time and uh, you know Jacoby goes out there in his first ever mini cup race and wins the race so uh, good on Jacoby, good on the whole team there. Good on Matt for, you know, seeing more success p- past me. Uh, <laughs> uh, Matt's very good at what he does. He doesn't get enough credit throughout the entire racing community. So, um, it was cool to see all that. And then while I was doing all that, you, you were at your third and final racetrack of the weekend where you know it. Yeah. So one thing that I have to go back on, <clears throat> uh, Justin Harris absolutely dicks up the field in the, the, Nemo. Where was this? At Monadnock. Okay. Um, yeah, so this is the Northeast <laughs> Classic Lights. Yeah, whatever. whatever. The homemade legend cars. Yeah. So uh, we're, we're sitting there, and all the cars were out on the racetrack. And uh, I look at Borges and I'm like, I'll give you, uh, I'll take the 29 versus the field. <laughs> and he goes, What? And I'm like, I'll take the 29 versus the field. And he's like, I feel like you know something that I don't. And I'm like, I don't really know how well he does at Monadnock, to be honest with you. And he's like, Wait, so I get the rest of the field? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> it also didn't work out for him. Did he, did he lead every lap? <laughs> yeah, he led every single lap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just dicks up the field. So good good for him. Uh, another friend of the program. And uh, yeah, so this Have you is, seen their dog, by the way? Ha- yeah, I have. Him and Taylor's yes. dog, Gus Gus. Yeah. Cute kid. Very cute kid. Very cute kid. Nice, nice little French bulldog. Nice kitten. Oh, adorable. Yep. We love a Gus. We yep. love a Gus. Want to give it a good pat. Oh, I love a good pupper at the racetrack. Oh. Uh, so the so the tri tracker. This is going to be a grind to my gears. So oh so, so we the, haven't done one of those in a while. I know. Holy fuck! So the tri track race is sponsored by Wonder Casino okay. in Keene, New Hampshire. Okay. And when you hear casino in Keene, New Hampshire, picture it. It's probably not that nice. It's exactly what this place is. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it was a nice little spot. Uh, but it just. Have you been to that particular cast and all? Mm-hmm. Okay. We did after the race. Okay. So so Zach Borges <laughs> and I, they're doing. They do this. They kept announcing it over the, the loudspeaker there. They're like, we're gonna give away a thousand dollars to one lucky race fan that comes from the race to the casino afterwards. At midnight, we're gonna draw a name. 
someone's going home with a thousand dollars. Why wouldn't you? So Borges, Zach, and I are like midnight. That's pretty late. We feel like if we go there, we're gonna have a pretty good shot of leaving there with a thousand bucks. We head there. Borges and I walk in. It's like eleven forty-five. I have fifty bucks cash on me. I'm like, I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm gonna go to the roulette table. I'm gonna see how long I can make this last. This should be another grinds my gears, but this isn't their fault. <laughs> Quite literally get $50 worth of chips. They yep. say it's a $10 minimum. I'm like, all right. So I do what At I typically do. Dude, I do $10 on black, $10 on odd. It's red even. <laughs> Fuck me. You know what Borges did? Faded me on both even and red. One. Good for him. Great for him. Next one that comes around, I'm like, oh, it's going to go black. Went black, hit red. Borges on red. Yeah, good for him. <laughs> oh, good for him. <laughs> so then it comes back around and I'm like, all right, so now I'm just going to go 19 to 36. Try a little, you know, something a little different. Hit 17. So I have $10 left. <laughs> <laughs> on four spins. So then, so then Borges, nice guy, real nice guy, puts 10 bucks on black. He goes, I think I'm going to come with you on this one. I'm like, all right, perfect. So I put 10 bucks on, like, on black again. Hits black. Oh, thanks, Borges. Great guy. So then I go black odd, lose it again. So <laughs> we're down to $0. I've been in this casino for quite literally three minutes. Like, not, I'm not even kidding. Not, like, couldn't be exaggerating any less. It's just Borges and I at this roulette table. So everything's going quick, 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 quick. So Borges made money, went over to the blackjack table, continuous, continued to make money. We're waiting for midnight. I'm literally just looking at my phone at this point. I'm like, I'm not gambling anymore. So just draw a name because there's upwards of 10 people in this casino. I feel like we have Tens of people. <laughs> we have a great shot of leaving here with a thousand bucks. And to be honest with you, I had no reservations for where I was going to sleep that night. So I'm like, I'm going to buy a hotel. Thousand bucks. I'm sleeping at the fucking Ooh, casino. Thousand bucks. I'm fucking buying a hotel. <laughs> I, I don't think it. So... <laughs> Midnight rolls around. They grab the box, and I'm getting all freaking excited. I'm like, one of us is going to leave here with a thousand bucks. It's going to be unbelievable. They go, they draw someone's name. It's like Jerry or something. They come around the, to the whole casino. The upwards of ten people. They go, is there a Jerry here? Everyone's like, no, no Jerry. All right. They go back to the box. They draw another name. Is there a Dave here? Go around, ask. There's a Dave. There's no Dave. They take the box. They put it in the back room. Said, thank you all for coming out. We're like, excuse me. Everyone was like, wait, what? And they're like, yeah, we. We drew two names. No one's here. And so we're all done the drawing. And everyone's like, no, that's not how that works. You literally <laughs> said you were giving away $1,000 to a race fan that came from the racetrack. Yeah. No matter what. Yeah. Nowhere and nowhere did they say that they were just going to draw two names. And if they, that person wasn't there, they were just going to keep their $1,000. So that's pretty shitty. Yeah. They got everyone to the casino. Casino. We all, I, I spent money that I wish that I could have back now because I would Scummy. never go back there again. Scummy. Um, move. Yeah. Just, just a real slime bag move, you Oof. know, to be honest with you. Yeah. So uh, it just is what it is. We all At were. At least they sponsored the race, I guess. Borges, made, Borges was up like 200 bucks on, on the, the blackjack table. And I'm watching him, and I'm like, dude, you put in like 30 to start. Like, you should probably cash out. You're up pretty good. And he just didn't. He just kept going until he lost all of it. And nah. then he turned around to me, and he goes, well, I'm done. And I'm like, oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I was really hoping. I was cheering for you. Because yeah. I was hoping you were going to get just enough money that that hour and a half drive home that you have is a little bit too much. <laughs> and then you were going to have to get a hotel room with me and split it, because I would split it. But no, I'm too petty. And now you're driving home, and I'm going to sleep in my car. <laughs> so I get into the parking lot, and I'm like, where's the best place to sleep? Walmart. Always a bad idea. Should never do that. So I get, <laughs> I get back onto the road. My GPS says turn right. I took a left, went to the nearest parking lot right next to the casino, slept in the back of the Camry. 
And um, was it comfy? No, no. I'm not. I'm not a tall human, but I was in the fetal position. You're taller than the back seat. I oh my god! Yeah, yeah. So it was a lot of fun. Um, woke up with a, a wicked backache at about three in the morning. Went back to sleep. Woke up at about four thirty, shivering, cold. Uh, cracked the window so it wouldn't get all foggy. Um, and then uh, I stretched at one point and had a Charlie horse like you read about. So uh, <laughs> uh, that was the end of my sleeping. Why didn't you just lay the back seat down and sleep into the trunk? <laughs> there's a lot of shit in the trunk. <laughs> I don't know. There's, a, there's a lot of shit back in there. There's a, there's a jack. There's, uh, there's some lawn chairs. There's like, empty boxes like of Bud Light. If you're going to continue sleeping like that, just put like, and, a sleeping blanket in there and just roll the back seat. You know, I did find out when I got to Thunder Road significantly too early uh, on Sunday that you could, the front seat that I generally sit in roll, slides or sits back very, very far. I mean, it would, probably would have been as it, more comfy for sure. <laughs> like I wouldn't have had to been in the fetal position. I wouldn't have had to like stick my leg into the front seat just to try to be able to lay down. It was it was a scene. Slept in the back of the Camry first time. Nice little christened. Christened it or whatever. Woke up early. It's like, oh, I have two hours to get to Thunder Road. It's 6.30 in the morning. You know what I need to do? Not get to Thunder Road at 8.30. So I go to Hannaford. I'm like smelling flowers and shit. I'm looking at their produce. Not because I want it, just because I'm going to give them a Yelp review based on how well it looks. Uh, <laughs> if I can grab a thing of muffins. Uh, grab the water because Christ. This is all shit that you typically don't eat. I Christ, think. oh shit, pal. I'm hungover like you read about. <laughs> Weird. And uh, yeah, no, pack of lemon poppy seeds. Two pack. They sell them now like that because COVID, you can't stick your hand into the fucking thing. So uh, yeah, no. When you're on a road trip, calories don't count. So I don't think it works like that. I'm pretty sure it does. I'm I've, pretty sure it does. I asked my gynecologist at my last meeting, and they were like, yeah, you're basically onto something. So I walk in. We fucking grab the muffins. I don't know what else. I think I grabbed like a candy bar. It was unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, I was just trying to trying to really ball on a budget and just have a good time. Those are called impulse purchases. Uh, it's called diabetes. And <laughs> I'm going to have it pretty fucking soon. So so I eat one muffin. was going to limit myself to one. And... Um, I start the journey up northward. Northward. Actually, I went to Starbucks. I got a coffee that had way too much sugar in it, so that helps. That helps. That needs some insulin or something now. Uh, gonna lose a foot. It's fine. And so I get up the highway, on the way to Thunder Road, and uh, Derek Holbrook, friend of the program, says he was gonna be there about the same time as me. And I'm like, oh, would you like to have a beer? Because I would like to have a beer. So I'm like, I'm going to stop and get a six-pack. I've been to Thunder Road twice in my life. This is now my third time going to Thunder Road. I know that there's a McDonald's nearby. You know, when, what's nearby in McDonald's is typically a gas station. Almost so I'm like, I'm going to find a gas station. Unless McDonald's in Vermont sells Bud Light or Bush Light or Truly or uh, we're going to have to cut the Bud Light and the Bush Light. But Truly, um, they sell Truly's. We're going to go there and we're going to get... Which they very well may. They honestly, who knows? It's Vermont. It's kind of weird. And so we got, I get off the little fucking highway there. Come up to the stop line. I stop, stop line. You get it. Stop sign, fucking street light. You get it. I look over to the left, McDonald's. Look over to the right, there's a sitco. I'm like, there's probably not any other gas station around here because Vermont. Um, so I walk into the sitco, kind of sketchy. Walk in, trying to get a six pack, right? They have um, five six packs, maybe. Probably like two with cans, three with bottles, all of which missing at least one beer. And I'm like, what happened? People are going in there buying singles. Did you? <laughs> where in did the, you get thirsty? Like, <laughs> where in the world are you? Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck is? No, this place is sketch. It's, it's very sketch. Yeah, so it's a, it's a place where people would go in and buy one 12 ounce. Candy. Apparently, yeah, yeah. So I walk in and I'm like, oh fuck, I'm gonna grab a six there. Nope, I um, guess I'm not because I'm at least I'm gonna grab a five. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm gonna grab a 12 pack. At least those are sealed boxes. So I'll grab one of those. Go to the parking lot. Where there again, way too early. Crack Just by yourself. Yeah, oh yeah, 100. Uh, I had a beer with. Derek. Eric, 
Derek went to go do whatever he had to do in the pits, recording things with cameras and stuff, stuff that you can't be really drunk for. I sat down in my car, finished the 12-pack. Boof. No, I didn't. I had five. I had six before I went in. I brought five in. Is that 11? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes, it is. Brought five in. Was done those before like halfway through the heat. And I was just like, I got a problem. Because <laughs> I'm not drunk. Yeah. <laughs> like whatsoever. I've had nothing to eat but a muffin. I've had 11 beers. Were you beers, as hungover as we were last time at Stafford? Nothing. No. No. I still want to know what happened to us. Yeah, it was bad. We I, dr- we, I drank way too fucking much on Friday for us to be that hungover from last Friday. Like way more this Friday. Yeah. We did go to the Calzone place though. Great spot. Calzone place? You were part of the trip last week. Daddy brought us there. It's near a college. They oh, I just it. remember waking up and there was a Calzone in my face. Were you? Oh, you fell asleep in the car almost yeah, immediately. I died. Yeah. Yeah. You and Tro- Troy Tallman have something in common because he oh. came back to uh, Sean's house with Borges and I. Yeah. And we were like, let's go get Calzones. So we ordered Calzones. Incredible. Pe- we Calzone, were back. Oh, way. unbelievable. Incredible. Nothing you need more than a Calzone after a long, long night oh. of drinking. I had like a spinach and mushroom. It was fucking incredible. I, I don't know why you had to bring up what your order was. It's so good. But that sounded fucking disgusting. It was so good. I had a barbecue chicken. All that the, sounds awful. All the people can can... You know, listen to that and savor it because spinach and mushroom or whatever. It was ar- like spinach artichoke and, the, it was, and it was a good one. It was olives good. and all of calzone is just a pizza fold in half. Yeah, it's just it's yeah. all it is. It's very healthy. Um, yeah. So we order those, whatever. We were at Sean's for maybe five, five, ten minutes at most. We're all leaving. We all leave his living room to go out the door. We turn around. We're like, where's Troy? We look over. Troy is passed out, tits up on the couch. We're like, <laughs> I guess Troy's not coming. Troy did order a calzone, though. So Sean and I did enjoy his calzone. Oh, good. Uh, thank you so much. Um, but no, so we went, got our calzones, came back. We like watched uh, a little oh, bit of was it Days Road of House Thunder. Was for the 400th time? A little bit of Days of Thunder. And then we turned on another movie, which I immediately... I didn't know what movie it was. It was probably Roadhouse. Probably. And I immediately was like, it's bedtime. So I rolled over, fell asleep. I woke up about an Did hour. Did you sleep in your typical chair? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the little ottoman with yeah. the, the, the small <laughs> chair that's about as big as half of my rib cage. Yeah, it was great. And so I look over. I, I wake up like an hour and a half later. I look over. Not only is Sean asleep on the couch... Which is his house. He has a bed. <laughs> Who's in Sean's bed? Troy. No. Troy is asleep on the other side of the couch, and Portis is asleep in the middle. And, and I'm nobody like, nobody slept. In the bed. <laughs> no. When I when I when I woke up a couple hours later, Sean was gone, and he was in his bed. I would have just but, gone to his bed. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was quite the scene. Quite the scene there. But no. I, did you guys make T-shirts? We did not. No. If anybody who hasn't gotten one yet, get a hold of Sean Foster. He makes some incredible shirts. With there's one that's like. Uh, straight to victory lane. It's like the sugar packet deal from Days of Thunder. Yeah, there's like short track racing makes my dick hard. There's there like, was. There's not anymore. Well, there's there's gonna be those. I don't care. We're gonna have something. I know. I need um, one. And need then one um, there's like the Jobs Orbit deal. There, he's got all sorts of shit. So yeah, uh, just give him basically your life savings. Get a few t-shirts and you'll be good. Uh huh. Yep. Hundred percent. So yeah, we didn't make any shirts. Probably shouldn't have. We definitely all drank. Too much to make shirts. So we had calzones. They were terrific. Um, but yeah, wasn't I was hungover. I was very hungover on sat on Sunday morning from Saturday, which I don't necessarily know why. Because we, well, we did drink quite a bit. Oh yeah, I did. I mixed a lot of alcohol because when we went to Applebee's, I had a Tipsy Shark, which is <laughs> a it's a really masculine drink. Uh, it's a five dollar margarita deal. Uh, it has a shark in the middle. It's why it's called what it's called. Um, 
kind of yucky. Went from that. Didn't really want to order a second one because I was already on a sugar kick for the weekend because calories don't count. I just was getting like frozen coffees at Dunkin' on the way down to Stafford and shit. It was bad. And uh, next drink, Corona. Good. You can never go wrong with a Corona it's with a nice lime. It's hard to fuck up a Corona. Yeah. Yeah, you can't really fuck it up. So uh, Corona buckets is where it's at. Ah, uh, I know. Ugh, wish. I should have ordered one just right when we sat down. <laughs> can I get a bucket? Sorry, this is a Wendy's. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. That's an all-time moment. Uh, it was in the day in Daytona, at fucking Wing House when the lady's like, "What do you want to drink?" And you're like, "I'll have a bucket of Corona." She's like, "Oh, a bucket for the table?" Uh, no, that's what I want. <laughs> what do you guys want? <laughs> I wasn't joking. No, no. And uh, then we proceeded to get six buckets. Drank them co- completely out of Corona. Literally. Yeah. They were out. No, out of no. It was Corona light. Yeah, they were out of Corona light, yeah. and she's like, "Is Corona okay?" We're like, "Yeah, that's fine." <laughs> and we got like six more buckets. Like, literally drank the place out of their alcohol. Yeah, it was unbelievable. So I get it. I had a margarita and a Corona at uh, what is now dinner, but and I've already had two beers. I had two of the Stafford loggers in the parking lot before I went to do the priest interview. So you know, get the jitters out. Haven't had breakfast yet, but we're having beers. Um, had both of those. Went got a margarita. Had a Corona. Went back to the Stafford loggers. Had a couple Miller Lights, a Bud Light, anything that was just stuffed in the cooler which is just a just an assortment by the end of the weekend it's always just a weird smorgasbord of just random bullshit yeah you're like eh, yeah. it's cold and at one Close point enough. when when zach zach and i left separately we left the the smaggle or whatever uh and we went to go sign up for the casino thing that ended up being rigged or whatever so we, we go all the way to the bar and he's like oh the beer's like four bucks and i was like let's just have a beer and then go back we had this beer we made this beer last quite a while they thought that we might have been lost uh and it's not a that big of a facility so we went over we had a beer crushed a beer went back to our beer stash because we knew we didn't have enough to make it last the whole night but we could make the buzz last the whole night for sure so we go back and we we continue doing doing what we do and i woke up sunday in the back of my car and i was not in good shape i was a bad time i was just i was not yeah i had a couple advil i had a headache like you read about i had a whole smart water couple advil for breakfast and we were ready to go and not on top of that i was i was exhausted because i probably slept for like three hours consecutively so, like, I woke up very much chuckling in danger because I was like, I have to go two hours north, <laughs> sit there all day in the sun, just baking right into the grandstand, and then I got to drive three-plus hours back home. So, yeah. <laughs> everything's fine. I'm fine. <clears throat> everything's fine, yeah. So, how was Thunder Road? It was great. How was the racing? It was great. So, the first thing that, that you notice... Because they wadded some shit up. Yeah, the first thing that you notice always whenever you go to Thunder Road is that Thunder Road is very much the only thing around because there are so many fucking cars in every division. Yes. It is ridiculous. Like, it gets you right like this yes. every time. They roll out of the racetrack and they're like, this is first of four heats and there's 12 cars. You're like, holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right. I mean, let's fucking do it. Send it. So... the that's the first thing you know. Uh, that's that's a very regular occurrence. I think I've been I've been there twice previously, and both times we've had a group of people that come from Maine uh-huh. to Thunder Road, and that's the first thing that anyone says is like, "Wow, okay, lots of cars." Um, so then you attribute that to lots of cautions and stuff. So what's weird is that they saved all the cautions for the very uh, expensive, important cars. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. So there was there was one red flag in the. <laughs> Street stocks? I think they call them the street the stocks. They're not deals. no, no, no. no. The actual. Oh. I think they call them the street stocks because the tigers 
The tiger is like a stocks. weird street stock that's like kind of a sportsman, but not. But like has a weird body on it. But it's a full chassis. But like I don't know. I just, I just work here. But they were com- they took the white flag and the the the, act, the street stock. I think the street stocks. I don't know. And going down the back stretch, some dude like got hooked and overcorrected, and someone hit him so hard like in the door that he damn he flipped over. I mean, he, he got hit and then hit again, flipped over down the back stretch. It was unbelievable. Um, and then. They had like road warriors, which are just shit boxes, which you'd think would be a wreck fest. There was no yellows, like and you're floor like, bangers, or yeah, like, okay, and yeah. you're like, what, like, what the fuck, what's going on here? <laughs> and then they have the ACT race, and it's like clean for a handful of laps. There's a good battle. The best thing about the race, so there was a lot of wrecks, and that's going to get lost in the shuffle. Oh, it's a bad race, and there was a lot of wrecks, a lot of carnage. Oh, there was a lot of carnage, which is great, but the racing was actually unbelievable. Like, no one drove away from anyone ever, really. Um, maybe at the beginning of the race for a little bit, but not really. They can do it. Everyone was still in sight, and um, but then, yeah, uh, I think that judging by the um, Facebook messages, the text messages, the Snapchats, and uh, Instagram DMs that I've gotten, I think that the consensus weapon of the week from everyone involved is the 27 fella pal there that just drove through Scott Dragon. Is that Hallowell? No, no, no. I don't know what his name is, to be honest with you. Couldn't tell People you. have told me, and I still forgot again. It's, it's not even... It's beautiful-looking race car. It, yeah. it was, at least. What it, did he do? The, remember when you saw the zero car about hit the catch fence? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the one that drove through oh, him. Oh, good. Yeah. Good, good. Just jacked him up, and then it was kind of like Gracie Trotter at Daytona. Ah. You know, jack him up, get him sideways, let him save it, and then drive right through him again. At Just least they weren't teammates in this particular circumstance. No, right? I will say, though, Scott Dragon's interview after the race was very, very, uh, what's the word? Like... I don't know. He was. He was. He wasn't mad at all, and he kind of like tried to take blame himself. But everyone in the stands was very much <laughs> aware <laughs> of what happened. That it was not his fault. Yeah. So like, it, and I don't know many of the ACT guys. I, I I cheer for you know a handful of them that have added me on Facebook. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. we're Facebook friends, so I guess I know them pretty well. Like, I we know Bukaki, obviously. Yes. That's the one. That's the one guy that we actually know, and we have did, spent time with. Did we're he, friends did he with. do NASCAR? Yeah, not well. It, he doesn't like Thunder Road, and he's no. there's yeah. There's a reason why I feel like he doesn't like Thunder Road because he didn't do that great. That makes sense. We don't. We like a DJ Shaw. Yeah, we know we a like DJ a, Shaw. We do like a DJ Shaw. Other than that, it's a Man. toss up. Yeah, Jeffrey Jimmy Hebert, Jeffrey yeah. Jason Corliss. That's the only two. Yeah, it's really it. So we're, we're there, and there, you know, Jimmy broke early, which sucked. And Jason was involved in the, like the second big red flag wreck that they had. Oh, they they hit fucking everything, dude! Like bad. bad I saw bad. like I saw four videos, and they were all big wrecks. Like they weren't just like a, a small scuffle. Oh, a car spins out. Like they took the tires out of the opening. They oh, yeah. fucking had like ten car pileups. They had guys fucking hitting opening. They had a flip at some point, didn't they? Or was that something else? No, no, they didn't. Ha- they didn't quite have a flip. They had about. No. They had about three three quarter flips. Something flipped on the back stretch, didn't it? Oh well, that was a street stock. Was it a street stock? Okay. That, that might it's allegedly a street stock. Yeah. I think uh, could be. Yeah. yeah, but no. Th- so you had the one the one wreck where Scott Dragon went head onto the wall. So, but that's what I was saying actually earlier is during the inter or not the intermission. Jesus Christ! During the inter like the pre race fucking festivities, they're like announcing all the drivers. The whole stands went nuts for Scott Dragon. I, I'm very. Like I, I don't know any of these people. We, we like a Ben Rowe. I, I don't know like any of these drivers, so I don't. I'm not clapping for anyone. But this whole grandstand is going absolutely nuts for the zero car. 
He gets hooked, overcracks, hits the fence, damn near flips over, damn near takes out the flagman, damn near takes out the all of the fencing from the flagman all the way into turn one. <laughs> and I don't know if I've seen a crowd cheer, boo, not cheer, boo, louder for the 27 car than I've ever seen anyone boo for a car ever. And I don't know. I don't know who the twenty-seven car is. I am just saying that the fans Robbie were Gordon very Douglas? no, not that twenty-seven. No, same kind of colors though. Huh? But no, not that guy. I, I don't know. I'm just reporting on what was what was said. <laughs> You're just the messenger. Because Scott Dragon kind of like took the blame on himself in the video, and I'm like, I don't understand how you you do that. But again, I had I did have eleven beers that I wasn't feeling, but maybe that fucked with my eyes. I don't know. Maybe I saw something different. And again, the, you're just the messenger. Don't add us. Just just judging off of the <laughs> fan reaction and the messages that I have gotten, it was all this kid's fault, and he is weapon of the week. Yeah, well, that's just it, what I that's just what I've been told. You can, know? Can we talk about the massive balls on anybody who has ever been the flag guy at Thunder Road? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because you you you're you're playing race car. You 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 have to bring your race car mat every week. Or else you're gonna get knocked off the fucking flag stand, and you, you just you're gonna get a right. race car to the face. It is what it is. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't the only time. That, so I believe it was Eric Sands. Someone hit the wall. Overcorrected. He There's used Jay and Eric. He used him as a jump. I don't know if, if you've seen. <laughs> did you see the video? <laughs> I, I saw all four of them. I didn't really pay attention. I just saw Carnage. Yeah. So the the picture is he. No. Oh. He, he he very much took flight. Yeah. Yeah. Like. That was probably, out of everything that happened, I thought that he was the one that was going to actually flip Cars over. Cars that are built to be two to three inches off the ground should not be two to three feet off the ground. Yeah, he was, yeah. Uh, he almost orbited the earth, yeah, I think. That's, not that's how high he was up there. But it was, that, that was, I think that was the same wreck that Jesse Switzer hit the tires and the wall and rode the wall like Brad Kozlowski in the Navy car. Yep. So that happened. <laughs> It was just like I like I've never like seen it was an event. I've never seen an ACT race that there was that much of a shit show <laughs> in my entire life. I'm used to I'm Good used show, to it being though, right? well, yeah. It was a great show because great the, shit show. The the 68 fella, the Clark dude, he put on him and whoever finished in second there. That fella, their pal dude, he, <laughs> they both put on a hell of a show. They're like side by side for like the last hundred laps. It was crazy. Perfect. Great great racing. Good carnage. What more could you ask? An all-around great show. Just, just Good an crowd. unbelievable show. Oh, the crowd was uh, the packed. I mean, it was standing room only. Perfect. And by standing room, I mean you're sitting in a lawn chair on the the right. willing willingly on the hill. But that's fine. But it was just a lot of people there. It was great. Great to see because Vermont. I don't know about their COVID thing, but I'm sure that if there was any state officials at the racetrack, they're probably very unhappy. They're probably getting a little clammy, a little pit stains because there was a lot of people breathing all over each other. Yeah. I walked in with my unvaccinated ticket. You're all welcome. You all got COVID from me, probably. Yeah. Allegedly. Yeah. I wish I could get it again, to be honest with you, just because I want the weeks off from work. That was nice. I wasn't working. You had nothing to do. I wasn't working. Felt like a fucking freeloader. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. And it wasn't bad. A little sniffle here and there. There was one day that I was like, maybe I have a sinus infection, and then I was fine. I had a fever for about 33 minutes. Yeah. That was, that just was, just tough. Just a tough go. Wasn't that bad. Do we have anything else? Uh, Nothing on the racing-related news. Uh, Do you have anything else? No, other than to remind everyone to vote for Hudson Speedway on May 9th. Yeah. So the only other thing I have to add here is uh, our good pal Scott with 1T Fowler. All right. 
So he's got a little uh, a group, if you will, or a team that they do day destruction type stuff. They do, you know, uh, car wars, things like that at Beechridge, kind of all over the place. It's turned into its own little uh, community group, if you will, and it's called Team Cosmo. Team Cosmo, what they do is it's in memory of Scott with one T Fowler's uh, little brother and sister. Okay, what it is is Cosmo, William Scott, and his sister, uh, Cheyenne, both passed away very, very young. Uh, they're only about two years of age apiece. Uh, basically, what they do is that this Team Cosmo, they do fundraisers. They donate money from sponsors and race winnings. Uh, Beatridge has helped a ton. Um, from there, all all the... Uh, all their money goes towards the Barbara Bush Foundation uh, for little kids and heart research and uh, just an all-around good cause. So good on Scott with 1T Fowler, big friend of the program. I told him I'd give him a shameless self-plug there. Um, but good dude, good cause, Team Cosmo. Uh, it's probably going to be on my race car at some point, so uh, good on them, good on all that. If anybody has any interest in that or anything that they want to do, get a hold of one of us or Scott with 1T Fowler on Facebook and uh, or, or Deshaun Mandick or what's his he's got like four Facebook accounts I have he get, no idea he gets fucking booted off he says some outrageous things but he's really not a bad guy uh, this is a perfect example of that Team Cosmo uh, basically just uh, you know trying to do good in the world so we, we need to see more of that we need to be more a part of that um, and uh, yeah oh another quick Scott with one T Fowler uh, anecdote that we have here I, at one point, drove a WizKid car. Now, for those that don't know, that's a four-cylinder shitbox. It was a Ford Mustang. And at the time, it was kind of replacing go-karts. So you put kids that are, like, 7 to 15 in it before they have their learner's permit and can go racing in the bigger series. Well, I only drove it twice. We ended up selling it. Well, Scott texted me today, literally, and he's like, "Did you used to have a red, white, and blue Mustang, right? I was like, yeah, why? He's like, did it used to say man-child on the roof? I said, oh, my God, why? Yeah, it did. He's like, I for sure got arrested in that. <laughs> Mind you, it's a race car. <laughs> so I'm like, what do you mean you got arrested in it? He's like, yeah, it did a great burnout. So I just went up and down the street fucking doing this, that, the other thing. does a great burnout on the street, and I, I got arrested in your old race car. It's like, fucking course you did. It was a whiz kid car, mind you, too, so I don't know how he fit in the fucking thing, but... Uh, that's the type of guy Scott with one T Fowler is. So he can stay. He can stay for sure. Yeah. Big friend of the program. <laughs> uh, is going to rock a polo and a, a hoodie at some point uh, in, the, in the very near future here. But again, uh, Team Cosmo, donate to that cause. It all goes to the Barbara Bush Foundation and uh, goes towards heart research. And uh, it's all in memory of his little brother and sister. Speaking of rocking a fucking hoodie at some point, uh, gave the hoodie to Priest on Friday. Next time I saw him, he was wearing it. Next time I saw him, it. Uh, oh yeah, Knock, he was wearing it. Oh, so. he wears a hat everywhere. Sends us pictures all the time. It, he 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 likes the show. Big friend of the show. I don't know if he can say that he likes the show, but he is. He'll wear the merch when he can, where he can. Uh, his Nature Valley car, by the way, it looked like an actual Nature Valley bar when you try to take it out of the the package. Just crumpled all the fuck after uh, Christopher Bell happened. Oh, Christopher Bell just, just, just absolutely ruined his day at Kansas. Ruined just the whole JTG Doherty. Nowhere to go. Crew. Nowhere to be. Just kind of running around where. They do, not to be a dick, but they were just running around where they do in the cup race and just got absolutely smoked by Christopher Bell. Um, good on Christopher Bell to be running back there. Good on Derek Griffith. How about that? Yeah. P5, Kansas Arca race, driving for Venerini Motorsports in the 25 spot on Toyota Camry. Good for him. Good to see Derek do well on TV. You saw him at Applebee's, I guess, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't sit next to Mike Harmon. 
the Mike? <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a Borges joke. Our spirit animal. Yeah. <laughs> Guy fucks. He took a selfie at some point and just said, Mike Harmon, where you at? With the <laughs> Applebee's fucking. <laughs> uh, Borges can uh, stay. Uh, fuck. Anything yeah, good else? Good kid. Uh, no, where, where in the world will BFP be? Presented by any racing news. Uh, Friday. Well, let's see here. Friday is going to be an open practice day at Bartlett Bridge Raceway. I don't think I'm going to be there, but anybody that's trying to get some go-kart laps in, head on over to Bartlett Bridge. Uh, I believe I'm going to be back at Beechridge this weekend, hopefully with a race car. Still a lot of work to do. Don't know if we're going to make it happen or not. It's the last open show of the five that has no points at all, so it's really not a huge loss to us. But um, either way, we're either going to be there with a race car or back in the booth with Andy Austin. Um, and go from there. You may or may not be at Star for the Granite State race. Is that right? Yeah, I think I'm going to go to Star. I have a look at my schedule. Uh, tried, like, I kind of retooled it today because uh, I had next week. No, not next week. Yeah, not this coming weekend, the weekend after. I was going to do Stafford, Riverhead, Hudson um, because I had a couple friends. I, it's the problem with like a lot of my friends is, is that they're all they're all in until the time comes and then they're not all in at all. So, um, Stafford, uh, I'm going to go to Stafford next weekend, next Friday, Riverhead. That's this not going to happen. No, like the one, oh, the, next, the one after, the one after that. So, um, I was going to go Stafford, Riverhead, Hudson. I am now going to go Stafford, Beechridge, Lee, I think. So, um, changing everything up a little bit mm-hmm. and yeah, uh, Friday, I'm not doing anything. Don't want to do anything. Saturday. I'll, uh, I'll be at star, I believe. And, uh, Sunday may or may not go to Hudson. Uh, depends on how much time I feel like spending with my mother. So I'll be at Hudson. Um, <laughs> and again, that's the last day or the day that you can vote for Hudson yes. to get their $50,000 to renovate the racetrack, even more so than Ben has already done. We will share the link, so be sure to be on the lookout for that. Uh, if somehow we forget. Because I believe you can vote as many times people. as you want to. Yeah, uh, so, Hudson Speedway on Facebook. You should be able to find NASCAR it. NASCAR home tracks, you'll be able to find it. Uh, vote for them to get the $50,000 grand prize so that they can continue the renovations there. Ben does a great job. He recently just bought out a huge chunk of land across the street for a parking area. Um, he's put up grandstands. He's put up the you know the Black Flag Pub or p- whatever it's going to be. Um, we're we're going to get that in the works here too. So all sorts of cool stuff happening over at Hudson Speedway. So head on over there Sunday. Uh, you probably will see us. I don't see why not. Uh, and then we'll go from there. So uh, any any other housekeeping? No, I'm just looking at my schedule here. I think that uh, Beatridge, I'll, I'll be at Beatridge next Saturday, I think. And then uh, Tri Tracks at Star the Saturday after that. So I think I'm going to have to go to that. White Mountain Pass, obviously, this, that Sunday. I'm sure that that's something that we'll both be at because you love a White Mountain. I fucking love um, it. And then the week after that, Bartlett opens. Um, and yeah, Beatridge and West Cassett for Memorial Day weekend. Perfect. So yeah, a couple Beatridge races coming up, but not quite this weekend, I believe. I'll, we'll just go to Star. Cool. Yeah. All right. So I think this is episode one thirteen. Uh, like I said earlier, Mike Maeda, I believe. Uh, if we're going just thirteen, Bobbert, uh, Smokey Eunuch, Ricky Bobby's dad. Uh, <laughs> I think it's Reese Bobby. Is that it? <laughs> yep. Uh, Casey Mears. Yeah. Uh, Ty Dillon. Ty Dillon, yeah. The Geico car. Yeah. Uh, 13. People are screaming. I know that that's a pretty popular number, I feel. Yeah. There's a sweet looking street stock at uh, well, I guess Hudson. BT1 was 13. Now BT3 is 13. Um. Oh, yeah. The, the Camaro deal, right? The blue yeah, that, one with the white numbers? Mm, no. 
He's like always broadside off the corner, just roasting the tires down the straightaway. Black with silver numbers, I think. Yeah, same no? thing. That blue with yellow, white, yeah, yeah same, blue, same exact white, thing. Black, silver, same thing. That's what happens when you have a little bit too much alcohol. The, the Dan Marino kinda... car, when Dan Marino owned a race car, that was a 13. I think Nadu drove it, Jerry Nadu, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very well could have. I believe that was a thing. Anything else? Nope. All right, so this has been episode 113. Uh, before uh, or after you listen to us, stop being idiots here. Uh, head on over to Plan B Sales or Circle B Diecast. Uh, promo code BFP123 on all orders over $20. Gets you free shipping. Uh, also, head on over to the Patreon app. Look up Black Flag Podcast. Uh, become one of our pals. Get 20% off all merchandise and some exclusive content. Most recently with Noah Gregson and Mama Smith. So head on over there. Look that stuff up. And what else do we have? Truly. Yeah, yeah, grab Fatheads some eyewear. Go to fatheadseyewear.com or something like that, or yeah. fatheads.com. One of the two. We'll figure it out at some point. Yeah, and Speed uh, 51. Filter time. Get some filters. Yeah, something like that. Uh, Team Cosmo. Donate to the Barbara Bush Foundation. The Graphics Coop. The Graphics Coop. Any racing news. Lee USA Speedway. Hudson Speedway. We'll hopefully have some cool stuff coming up here at Lee. Yes. They do have that big-ass banner on the back shoot now. Yes. Things you love to see. Cannot wait to see it while I am sitting in the bar. I probably won't be able to see it. Well, maybe. I don't know where it is on the back stretch. I don't know. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Probably yeah. won't be able to see anyways after a trip to the bar on that Sunday there coming up. Yeah. Not this Sunday, but the Sunday after that. Yep. So, all right. All right. So, episode 113. Yeah. Enjoy uh, Sean Foster and uh, this race car noise that we do every week. Race car, race car. Here we go, race car. Let's go.